are a group of care experts with a vision of creating a world where care experienced people are thriving, not just surviving. We share our knowledge and experience to inform, uplift and empower young care experienced people to navigate the conflicts and challenges of life. In this season we cover a range of different topics, all with a focus on personal development. From relationships, mental health and trauma, thinking about success and reimagining the care system. We know that some of these topics can be triggered, so before you listen, have a read of the summary so you can get an idea of what we'll be talking about. And as always, look after yourself and reach out if you need support. Hi all, and welcome back to Let's Talk Conflict. Today we're going to talk about all things charities. We talk a lot about charities in this season and how they can support us and the positive impact they have on us. So we wanted to dedicate an episode to this. We want to talk about our experiences and to break some stereotypes about what charities are and who they are for, as well as to support others and make others feel more comfortable to access charity support. So on today's episode, I have George with me, Shanika, Evie, Alice and Ash, as well as myself. And I'm Leanne and I'll be hosting. Okay, so first question. So before you got involved with any charities, what did you think it was going to be like and what was it actually like? So I had like no idea about what it was going to be like to be involved in a charity. Um, I think the first time I used one, I was 14 and I used NIAS, uh, National Youth Advocacy Service. Um, I had a complaint to make about a social worker and they helped me write the complaint. And um, I, I was really quite um, like happy that I'd got that help um, because I ended up getting an apology, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it helped me feel seen and it helped me feel supported because if it was left up to me, there wouldn't have been a, a complaint written. Like, I'm dyslexic and back then, you were lucky if I ever had a pen or a pencil in my hand. But that was like using charity services. Um, when I actually became involved in like being involved in a charity beyond uh, using their services and actually like, doing like, ad hoc work for them as needed. Um, mm. That was really refreshing because, uh, you know, I'll, like the fact, when I went for my interview to work with Become, I remember saying something about uh, one of the experiences I had in care that wasn't very positive. And I voiced this opinion before around social workers and I'd been kind of shushed up and gaslit about how I felt. But I remember at Become, I was stood in the office and I, I said what I said. And I, I kind of had this like tension, like, oh, God, here we go. They're going to gaslight me. And they all turned around and was like, oh, we know it's terrible, isn't it? Like, we, we, we hear this a lot from my like, service users. And I was just like, vindication, validation. Like, yeah, yeah it was it was really nice. Um, and I just like, I knew from that moment that it was going to be like somewhere that I would spend a lot of time. Like it gives me information, it gives me uh, purpose and I mean obviously I work with Leap 2 and it's the same thing, uh, really like care about how I feel, uh, care about you know how much we're able to give or I'm able to give, you know, yeah it's a really really nice place compared to like my ideas in the beginning I thought it'd be quite formal and dead if you know what I mean but no it's not, it's lively, it's fun, it's you know, it's like, it's like a little family kind of feeling. It's nice. Thank you, Alice. No worries. My first experience is actually using a 
a charity was a charity called Bernardo's. They used to pay for my ferry tickets because I used to play a lot of tournaments. I used to live on the Isle of Wight, and but I used to play a lot of tournaments on um on like the mainland stuff, and like some were like you know up north. It was crazy, but I would always have to get a ferry, and it was the ferry that was actually the most expensive part of the journey, and um so they used to just pay for pay for that and give me sort of ferry tickets when I needed so I can go and play. You know, every person I've met in a charity, they've always been really nice and always just wanted to support me and help me. And yeah. Thank you, George. Eva, do you want to go next? I was going to say, I don't really like, I never, yeah, I don't think I necessarily had any thoughts of what it was going to be like working with a charity or what a charity is like in general. My thoughts were it was was more so like the type of person who accesses support from a charity. The reason why I was like kind of held back in getting in touch with the charity was because I didn't want to be seen as someone that was like pleading for help and someone that was desperate and someone that was like begging people for help. Like you want to be able to try and sort things on your own type thing. But yeah, I think what held me back was yeah society's view of view of the type mm. of people that access charities and like how you're seen by other people like if you say oh yeah I'm, I'm I'm using using this charity to help me get to this place like what other people's thoughts are going to be about that but like you were saying Alice, Alice and George about like it being a community and the people being really nice like it was so pleasantly surprising because everyone was so nice like and everyone is really nice like I I don't know whether it's because like they care and that yeah that's why they're all so nice like they choose to get into this job it's not necessarily always best paid work but it's it's fulfilling and it's really can be a great feeling helping someone else so maybe that's why everyone's so nice like in the charity sector I don't know but it it was really surprisingly pleasantly surprising for me and Shanika would you like to go next uh, yes um similar to Evie I I didn't have an inclination of what a charity was I just knew that it helped people so I started back in secondary school my first charity was a children's society I was like a big sister so I was going around helping the younger children in school and I think from that experience I carried on basically just getting involved and helping where I can. And it wasn't until like in the later part of my life, I actually got support from a charity in terms of like um, getting to work. So sometimes you don't even realise that you need support. <laughs> you just carry on and do what you need to do basically. And then, you know, at, at some point you kind of realise, oh yeah, I need help too. So <laughs> yeah, that's my kind of journey. Thank you, Shanika. Ash, would you like to say anything? Similar to other people, I didn't really think about like what it would be like before I get involved. Um, and I guess like I've been involved with like a few different charities, like doing different things. So like obviously like there's like advocacy, and like they help support you and things like that, and like your rights and entitlements. But then there's like other charities that like help you with like cvs or like work experience or i don't know doing like short courses or things like that they were dead beneficial to me like i done really well and similar to what other people are saying again like everyone there is like they do listen to you like they want you to succeed like they want you to do well like they want everything going right for you um and yeah they're just really passionate and they care thank you 
Um, I can relate to everything that everyone said here. And for me, mine was a mixture between um, not even registering that um, what a charity could do for me. Um, I first had a charity um, help me, um, similar to Alice's story with a social worker. I, I wanted to make a complaint and I went for the route using um, Corin Voice. And that just really helped me initially have the process of actually having a thought a positive thought towards a charity because I, I had no prior involvement and because my result was quite satisfying um I had helpful caring caring people um within that charity um it just made me really want to get involved more with other charities um and see what I could get out of it too um I think we have covered like some of why we wanted to get involved with a charity We've touched on some barriers already, but I would like to um, discuss a bit widely about how some of these barriers could affect other people listening. And I'll go first. I think one barrier for accessing charities will probably be the lack of awareness about who it's for and how it can support young people, especially people in the care system. For me, I feel like a lot of charities in my own, my own experience, sometimes it can be bound to location. And the availability of the service having access has been one barrier. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that or can touch on anything else as a potential barrier. I was just going to say, um, Anthem is quite like a rural area, and like that's that was a barrier for me in the past. Was like there wasn't necessarily any charities in my area. But I mean, one good thing to come out of you know the whole lockdowns that we've had and things like that is being able to work like online remotely and that's how I was able to get involved with working with charities because lots of people now have yeah have expanded to working in different ways instead of just working in a room together they've realized well actually you can just get on a zoom call or on a team's call and do the exact same thing what you do in a room yeah very similar things anyway so yeah it's like this podcast how we've done it like we've only met in person one time and we've done all of this online remotely from our own homes and it's because Leap's been able to work in a flexible way and be able to set these um, sessions up and everything that we've been able to get together from up, all up and down the country so I think it, it has been a barrier but it's something that's like slowly but surely people are starting to work around there are more online courses there are on more online programs to get involved in um lots more ways to access support online now like lots of charities have really brilliant websites like the first time that i stumbled across a charity was online just searching for my rights and entitlement car and voice got a, a brilliant website that was really easy to read and like i said they're a charity and like ash was saying before about advocates that's actually how I got involved with a charity too was I accessing one of their advocates to try and access my rights too um so yeah I think it has been a barrier like I said but it's slowly getting better like we can use the internet to our advantage now yeah I can um second what Evie's saying like me and George both grew up on the Isle of Wight and if there was anything we didn't know anything about it to begin with and even like the national charities, like when I started working for Become, I mean, I've used their services as well, but like one of the first things I said when I found out everything that they do is like, why didn't I know about you guys? 
it's like why I mean I, I was in care like I left care 10 years ago so this was I mean obviously the internet existed and there was websites and stuff but when I was like young in care you know like kind of early teens the internet was I don't know I didn't really know how to use it properly like I was on MSN and stuff like that but yeah it wasn't as wide as it is now um but yeah being in rural parts like of, of the country of the UK I would maybe um look for national charities because then you know you're not going to ring up or you know message them and then be like oh sorry you're out of the area we can't help you um yeah. so yeah like becomes a national charity NIAS is a national charity uh, I'm pretty sure Reese Foundation is a national charity as well and they can help you with stuff like driving lessons and money for gas and electric and all kinds of things so um and there's no age limit on Reese either Reese Foundation as long as you're a care leaver they'll help you and I mean someone who's left care but yeah anyone who's been in care they should help you in some way or shape or form and I, I find as well um because charities do help you and their interest is primarily you and getting your rights and entitlements heard or helping you in some way I think social services were not as eager to let me know about some of the charities that were around because it meant basically someone would be looking into why they weren't doing what they should be doing so um yeah Google is your friend you have to have a look for yourself in in that way Again, yeah, like the geographical problems with that. I mean, it's also like if you're in a situation where you're not, you haven't got so much money and like you don't know what to do and there's a charity, but you don't even know what it's, if, where it is, what it does or like or anything, it can be quite a difficult like situation, especially if, you, if you're not aware. It was the same for me. As soon as I started getting involved with, with Become, I, I thought to myself, why didn't I know about this before? Why, you know, why didn't anyone tell me about this kind of thing? And that's because it was so helpful. And, you know, all the all the stuff that I've, like, sort of struggled with dealing with being in, in care, it's really been nice to kind of filter that through a charity. Yeah, as soon as you get involved, it's like, it's, it's great. And those those barriers can kind of, like, I don't know they're barriers that you can get over especially now like Evie, Evie saying because of the basically because of the pandemic everything's online now so it's a lot easier yeah. to get involved Evie go on thank you um another thing that I was going to say like a, a thing for me that that was a barrier previously to me was like judgment off other people mm-hmm. and like um society's like stigma against people working with charities or charity users and like there is that whole saying of like a charity case and like I think people's perceptions are wrong about what it means for someone to be accessing support from a charity because to be able to say look I need help in something I need support in something like to me that's there's a lot of strength in doing that and it shows that yeah you're a really strong resilient person to to be able to say well actually I need a bit of support in something and Mm. to be able to turn to someone when you need to so it's like yeah, why not utilise these amazing organisations that are out there? Like, if it it is hard sometimes, like you say, it's, it's we don't always know about it at the right times, but you have to kind of 
be your own best friend and look out for what's out there for you like do research like you were saying Alice Google Google like try just try and see what's out there word of mouth speaking to people you never know what a con- having a conversation with someone might turn into you know people might know someone or and know a charity or an organization that you could get involved in so yeah I think for me like what I'm trying to say is I was definitely worried about what people would think about me getting involved with a charity but to not worry about that because at the end of the day like no one else is is controlling your life only you and there's no one else that's going to be there at the end of it but you so don't let what other people's don't let other people's thoughts determine your actions you know you know what I've never ever considered like you're right charity case and what people think I, I never thought of that in my mind it was what do I need this how am I going to get it that mm. these people might be able to help me right that's it go like I, I didn't even consider that that that's something that I never I never thought about and I can imagine yeah that can be quite embarrassing I'm the same with my care leaver status though I don't care who who knows it doesn't bother me I'm kind of oblivious to a lot about like what people think I don't really think about it to be honest with you which I should sometimes especially in a professional setting but yeah no I'd never considered that on Shanika I just wanted to mention about um trust being able to trust organization might be an issue because going through the care system you're often let down a lot by professionals so that can be a potential barrier yeah when it comes to that you just have to listen to your gut instincts and make sure that you know you research a charity well you know that they do things to actually safeguard you and stuff Mm -hmm. so that you know you're in safe hands but most charities are good like they have to they have certain standards that they have to meet and especially to like get funding and all that, they have they have certain things that they have to do. So, and their PR, they, you know, they have to make sure that they have a good public image. So most charities out there are good, but just at the just for your safety, make sure that you're also doing your background checks on these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna go back to the question on what have you actually got out of a charity, and how has it helped you? So I'll just jumping quickly I think for me I've got a variety of things out of charities and when I got involved it's actually helped my confidence did a lot of public speaking speaking to others speaking to a lot of strangers in terms of like making friends I think um, it's also helped me with my CV as well it helped me really have structure like filling the gaps that you know sometimes that are not always explainable when you have a brief stint like I have in education and I've had educational gaps it's helped me get into uni and it's actually showed that I'm very consistent as well it reflects on that skill that I'm very consistent and I can stick to things see it out learn a lot of things like project management and leading um that's not the extensive list but those are some of the things as well as I've had fun I've been able to have fun go on trips have res- residential break and you know do creative things that I wouldn't always have been able to do especially being care experienced that the creative part of us is sometimes stripped away and it's just work 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 so I've liked the balance and I've liked meeting a lot of people such as her as well so like I've never did a podcast and it's something that I can like look back and be really proud of. I can go next about like what I've got out of being involved with yeah working with charities because like genuinely there's so much I mean 
like mentioned previously, when I got in first got in touch with uh, and involved with a charity, it was because well I knew that my local authority of social services was breaking the law, but I didn't know how to hold them accountable. Like I had no power whatsoever compared to them, and so I accessed um, Corin Voices advocacy service, and they then advocated for me on my behalf, and they then got me in touch with legal advice. They got me in touch with a solicitor and a barrister and like they really fought my case really really hard for me and like managed to manage to help me with quite a lot of things um they were able to yeah they were able to help me and get results in certain things where like I knew that I would have never been able to do that if it was just me on my own emailing back and forth um to the local authority and like not only did they like support me in that way but they also got me in touch with Leap and so Leap's involvement with me has been like completely different their side has been a lot more the personal development side and learning about myself gaining confidence making like lifelong friendships not only with you guys and you know with people that I've worked with on programs or whatever but also the people that work at Leap I've also I've made really special bonds working with you all and obviously now I work for Leap you know I'd have never in a million years have thought like when I first got in touch with Corin that now I would be working for Leap and that I would be giving conflict management training to to foster carers and social workers and running creative programs with care experienced young people you know it's they really can help you progress and and get to where you want to be I knew I wanted to help people and I knew I wanted to help care experienced young people but I had no idea how to do it and I didn't have a platform to do it and I wanted to make a change but I didn't know how to and it's like Leap has given me the kind of the wings to be able to do what I wanted to do and you know like with the podcast I feel like that we're advocating for people up and down the country trying to say these are these are issues that young people face in care, leaving care. This is some of the difficulties that, that people go through. These are some of the things that are, are great about the care system that we need to support and things like that. And it's like we're doing our bit to make a change. And without getting involved with the charity, I would have never had that opportunity to do that because working at Next wouldn't have gave me that opportunity. So yeah it's it's gave me loads it really has it's opened so many doors for me thank you evie alice did you want to add something yeah there's like so much that working with charities has given me that i'm not going to be able to list everything but Mm -hmm. firstly it was just like being in a space where my experience was not only recognized but then you not used but my experience enabled the change, like the positive change. So if we identified what the bad experiences were, then identified the solutions to the to the issues of why those experiences were happening. And then they enabled me to like move forward um, in a way that it would it well, we would try and stop these experiences happening for other young people in care. And that for me was like I it, you know, you can end up quite bitter um with the experiences that you've had in care and letting those fester without any way of moving forward or you know you can't change the past but maybe you can change the future 
for other children and um that's like one of the first things that working with uh charities involved in like care experience has done for me um secondly is the friends that i've made like me and leanne most listeners won't know but we are like best of friends and we have only met once and we have literally been friends now what is it nearly four years four years yeah yeah we so we met at become and we've literally been best friends since i've said this a couple of times you know care experience people they grow up especially in rural areas like in these dark little pockets of the uk in the world you know the whole world if you think about it mm. but um you know i i never had a community of care experienced people that were on my way like you know on my level and you know i'd, I'd say oh this happened to me in care and everyone would be like me too and like we often found that um the reasons why we went into care were like were often quite different but all of our experiences in care were often very similar sometimes you wouldn't even have to stay and you just get a look and people would be like yeah i know like you you don't even have to like mention it so yeah that, that was great it's like you don't need to validate yourself like it's, it's like the whole room acknowledges it like even if they weren't yeah. there a beautiful thing yeah that's one of the best things and also like working with charities you get this opportunity to speak to people that could actually influence the lives of basically all care leavers like I've had meetings with ministers government ministers so literally at the top of the you know the tree when it comes Mm. to making change making positive change that's going to improve the lives of care leavers and care experienced people I found that great yeah, and also, you know, with the care review, being able to speak to Josh McAllister, um, that was great too. There's so many things, like, I literally can't even pick them out, but those are, like, the main three areas that have been, like, just great. Thanks, Alice. And we'll go to Shanika. Yeah, similar to you, Alice and um, Evie, charities have helped me a lot. From secondary school, I I basically used charities as a way to kind of meet people, build my confidence. Because when it came to the world of work, even though I studied, there was no opportunities, there was no work. I had to go back to charities to get that experience um, when I couldn't get employment. And that I could add to my CV as well. And again, through charities, like being in care and wanting to go back and help, my hope was to go into social work to do that. That didn't work. So now I'm actually going back into charities to kind of still kind of kind of fulfill that side of myself, whereby I wanted to help care leavers and stuff. So, yeah, charities are very, I would say, very helpful throughout my life, basically. And we need them, especially when you're, in, you're from a care background and you haven't got those networks, you haven't got those contacts and those links to get you into um, work. Because when I finished school, they had like this millennial volunteer program. And it was the way of getting any sort of experience when finishing school. So, yeah, charities have been really helpful. Like, see, thinking about it, like, what have I got from charities? Like, it's not something that I've actually thought about. But hearing everybody speaking, I'm thinking it's like um, similar people. Like, I've met, like, friends for life. Like, I've had experiences that I wouldn't necessarily had otherwise if it wasn't for the opportunities it done a lot for like my confidence and things like that and then getting like qualifications or like volunteering or work experience or actually gaining work with charities it's been really good do you know what I mean I think they're just brilliant and I think there needs to be more of them there needs to be more like youth groups and there needs to be like advocacy and 
it shouldn't matter if you're in like a small area like there should be everywhere and access for everyone but I know sometimes it's difficult but for me like they've done me like so much good like I've been able to like better myself and another thing like a charity like there's no kind of like see once you're involved you're kind of involved with them until you decide to go like there's no kind of like oh that's sure you're that age you need to go type thing um so I think yeah. that's quite good like they genuinely do care about you and like wanting you to kind of succeed in life the age thing was a really good point yeah I agree especially apart about like what Ash was saying about like they care they want you to succeed it's genuine and it's not forced either and so yeah it's just a nice environment to be in and I just wanted to say as well really quickly that earlier I spoke about the things that the charity enabled me to do but it's not only just what they do themselves it's the trajectory that you end up on uh, from being involved in these in these charities like for example my last like my final major project at uni was centered around care experience and developing sustainable housing and uh, a preparation for adulthood program and now I'm going to go and do a master's that literally hinges on creating a program for preparation for adulthood and what's the magic ingredients we need to be able so when you're 18 you're not falling off the care cliff you know and um, I, I honestly don't think that that would be where I was going if I hadn't have got into helping people with care experience through the charities and seeing how it's not just my experience, it's a collective and this is a problem and it needs to be fixed and how can I do that? And not just now I'm like, oh, I'll work with charities, yeah, and I'll help where I can. But now I'm like, okay, I'm going to now go and develop something so that I can have my own charity and mm-hmm. I'm going to now help people myself like I don't need the other charities so much anymore to give me a platform for my voice um these five years of working with charities I've got my voice now and people kind of know who I am in various charities and I feel like it's kind of like a jumping point now like I'm gonna go off and try and do my own thing and I don't feel like I need the amplification that I get from other charities I feel strong now and I feel like my voice matters and I don't feel like I'm just stood saying it and no one's listening so yeah it's not just in that moment what you get from the charities it's it's the trajectory you end up on it's it's the journey that you end up on I couldn't agree more with that Alice Final question would be, what would you tell your younger self um, in relation to what you know now about charities? Should I go? (laughs) What I would tell myself is that don't restrict yourself to just one charity. See what's out there. Not all charities have to be about even care experience. Um, There's a variety of charities and go where like your interests lie as well. Make sure it's fun for you and make sure you really enjoy showing up. Make sure you engage as much as you can and get as much out of it as as they will you. So um, I think those would be my pointers. And there's never too many you can join. Like it's not it's not like uh, restrictive in that sense. I was just gonna say like I, what I tell my younger self was probably don't be worried about it. Just get involved because it's you know it's given me so many opportunities and I've been able to influence so much and I, and that was all f- facilitated through charity charitable work so and charities. So you know that's just one thing. Thank you, George. Alice, do you want to go? Yes. So um, the thing I would tell my youngest self is to definitely, definitely get involved with charities. 
find out what's out there. It, it would have been great if I'd have known about them back then because I feel like some of the damage that was done wouldn't have happened if I'd have had like the gravity of a charity behind me advocating for me and helping me out and um yeah I just I just wish I'd have got involved sooner that's that's like you know and obviously like Shanika touched on earlier with making sure that they're the right kind of charity and that they're looking out for you and like for example it will look like debriefing sessions after you've had your work with them so like they make sure that you're okay they ask you you know certain questions they make sure that you don't have to share things that you don't want to at any point after you've shared it you're allowed to withdraw i don't actually want that out there take that back um, yeah. unless you're saying it like live on air for example then really think about what you're saying um but yeah like it's just kind of aftercare and making sure that you're fully aware of what it is that you're talking about and letting out and do you know what sometimes if you do say something that you don't even necessarily think is maybe oversharing they can be like are you sure you want that out there you know just making sure for example like we have well-being sessions after the zoom sometimes just to make sure that we're all okay just checking in uh so yeah just make sure that you're getting as much from the charities they're getting from you like make sure it's like a symbiotic relationship and um make sure that when you feel after you've done the work with them as long as you're feeling happy and like you've achieved something, I would say that's a good sign. If you're feeling quite, you know, yeah, if you're feeling deflated or stressed or anything like that, and they're not providing you with, with some aftercare or at least showing you where to go to get some aftercare, that, that would then be a bit of a, a warning sign for me. But yeah, that's yeah. done. I completely agree. With that. Um, who else wants to go? I can go next. So I, I completely fully agree with everything that you've just been saying, Alice. And very similar to yourself, like I wish that I'd have got involved with charities when I was younger too. So like that is something I would say to my younger self and also to like any younger listeners that may not be involved with charities. Like don't be afraid, don't be worried about what other people might think. And that's what I'd say to my younger self as well. Like don't worry whatsoever about anyone else's opinions because it means sod all to your life. Like go out there, see what there is out there and genuinely you'll have some amazing experiences. And if you don't, like there's nothing keeping you in, in touch with like these people charities are very much happy to be like okay if this isn't for you like that's fine you don't have to stay with us so you know just try it and see because you might be really really pleasantly surprised and end up getting some really amazing experiences and learning some amazing things about yourself and some <laughs> making really good friends like having opportunities like doors open for you so yeah just go for it don't be afraid just go for it agree thank you evie Shen, would you like to add anything? I just want to say, I agree with what everybody said, especially what Ali said at the end. Um, mm. So what I would say to my younger self is, you know, take support. Because I used to just usually give a lot to charities. I never used to actually see myself, oh, I need support. Until when, it, when I really needed a job, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I need to actually get support from this charity. So just be, be open, take support, realise when you need support as well they're set up there to meet a lack within society you know they're there for a reason they're there to support us and the reason is that there's there's people that are that need that support so don't be ashamed to take it 
Um, but that's what I would say to my younger self. And just make sure that you're looking after yourself, even if others are not, making sure that you look after yourself as well. Beautifully said, Shanika. And Ash, is there anything that you would like to add? I think like a lot, similar to what other people said, like for me, like, I wish I got advocacy sooner because I think, I could have done with the support sooner um, with like rights and entitlements and things like that um, and then with charities like where it's like helped like my CV or like helped me with work or things like that um, I wish I got involved with them sooner but I wish I took them kind of more serious at the time because I think like I was I was just kind of like oh I'm here and I'm chilling with my friends do you know what I mean but yeah like see thinking back I'm like that like oh my god like I've actually done so much with charities and it's like I, like I can't actually pick my life without them at this point like I know there will be a point but yeah it's opportunities and experiences for me like I'd wish I'd got more or had them sooner like you may go into a charity needing but the great thing about charities is you often leave not needing anymore I feel like that that word charity case that Evie said earlier like it's been kind of playing on my mind like I, I really didn't think of it like that but yeah like when you when you go to charities you are you're vulnerable you need the, what charities should do is provide you with not only support but tools to be able to like support yourself mm. so when you when you do come to the time where you're not as involved with them or you know you don't need their help anymore like that that's the goal and being able to do that is gonna you know make your life easier to live basically so yeah that that's the great thing about charities I just want to say it, and it's okay as well, like for us to for us to be vulnerable and needy. Like this is the reason why these charities exist exactly. because it happens yeah. to everyone at some point in their life. So, like, if you can kind of get rid of that negative stereotype of wanting to access help or wanting to ask someone for support or something, the sooner the better. Because at the end of the day, everyone everyone has struggles. Like it's human. Like so we should be able to like accept it and not feel awful about ourselves and not be ashamed like Shanika was saying don't be ashamed yeah yeah but one final point I'd like to make is that working with Leap specifically has I think given us the biggest platform for our voices because um, obviously we get statistics back from who's listening to the podcast and we've got people obviously from the UK and all the way out in the Philippines, USA, Canada listening to our podcasts and um, obviously professionals in the sector as well and that's amazing like I never thought that like my voice would be that far you know echoed out into the into the ether or whatever you want to call it but um, I think like just being able to speak with people that are care experienced as well and, and have that like shared healing within our experiences and, and being in a, a safe space has been really cathartic for me. And I really, uh, yeah, I, I it's invaluable. You, I, I really can't like put into words how, how, how priceless this experience has been. And I really, really hope that this podcast not only reaches the professionals of like uh, the care sector, but, young people as well because that is literally primarily why we're doing this we want to give the tips and tricks and the support that we never had when we were younger to people in a similar situation thank you alice okay um i think we've wrapped up everything <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to our podcast i hope you find it really useful 
and you take a lot of tips and go out and seek a charity if you haven't done already or consider it because it can benefit you a lot as well as give you a lot of opportunities um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast thank you for listening all thank you bye bye, bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to let's talk conflict we'd love to hear from you so if you'd like to get in touch you can reach us on let's talk conflict at leaptc.org.uk or find us on twitter and instagram at leap underscore cc This podcast has been produced in partnership with Leap Confronting Conflict and edited by Helena Webb. Let's Talk Conflict has been supported by the Esme Fairburn Foundation, the Curtin Magda Stern Foundation, the Treebeard Trust and the Rain Foundation. Next week, we explore how we would redesign the care system. We address some of the key issues in the current system and what needs to be in place to support young people to thrive.